You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Castrovince. This is our latest look at the Chicago White Sox, and we are flipping the calendar to 2017 with Scott Merkin and Merck. I think with the White Sox, the question is not so much what's next as much as it's who's next. You know, who's next to go in this rebuild process that has already uh, compelled the trades of Chris Sale and Adam Eaton. Uh, no shortage of trade candidates on this club. There's, there's a chance that this roster could look exactly the same going into spring training, but there's probably equally as strong as a chance that, uh, that another move is made. What do you think is going to happen here in the next couple of months? I think it's so hard to say because one thing Rick Hahn has done tremendously in this in the the first couple stages of this rebuild is he's stuck to his his targets. You know, he is not. Yeah. If a team came back and said, "Well, we'll give you, well, we want sale, but we'll give you, you know, Moncada, but not Kopech." Rick is, and I'm I'm just using that hypothetically. I haven't heard that directly, but yeah. you know, he's not moving off his demand. So Jose Quintana could be the opening day starter for the White Sox. He could be traded if the three or four elite players they ask for are returned. You know, that, that, that's what it all comes down to. And I think the other thing is don't ever rule out the, the three-team deal with Rick because Rick seems to be the, kind of the master of that. So maybe, you know, look at his example, the Yankees. I've read reports that they're not willing, understandably, to, to part with some of their top-notch prospects. So maybe you can take one from there and get another team in and, and work it all, you know, together. So that's a possibility. But yeah, I mean, it could be spring training where they have the name tag saying, hello, my name is, because there's so many new guys on there. Or it could be Sale and Eaton are the only ones who are traded as of the start of spring training. Not saying that more couldn't go in spring training, more couldn't go the trade deadline. As Rick has stressed a number of times, this rebuild process is ongoing, you know, into next offseason for that matter. Yeah, it's a fascinating uh, process. And, you know, within that, of course, they're still fielding a team in 2017. It's not like they're right. – um, you know, going shorthanded, do you see any moves on the 2017 front? Or is it it's pretty much all prospect acquisition? Or are there any areas of this club they're still looking to improve for 2017? Well, they need a catcher. I mean, they have Omar yeah. Narvaez, who uh, had a nice, impressive showing last year. He's kind of a, you know, a scout's find who has developed over, over the, the couple of years in the Sox system. Worked very well with Carlos Rodon. You can see in the numbers with Carlos Rodon how well they match together. Handled Quintana well. So, you know, he he's definitely a guy who could be a two or three start a week guy. So, you know, you don't need to go out. They probably are not going to, I can almost assuredly say they're not going to go out and get like someone such as Matt Wieters, who would be a frontline guy. But I think they're going to probably look at another guy who could split the time with Narvaez back there. So kind of have co-starting catchers, you know, with Zach Collins, they're one of their top prospects before this influx of talent in the trades at targeted right now as the catcher of the future, probably in 2018, somewhere in, somewhere in that year. You know, they, they probably could use a, a, another outfielder or a center fielder, and there are some, you know, non-tender guys, some other free agents who would could, you know, come on a one-year deal and they might add on. So, like you said, they're not – they haven't waved off 2017. They're going to play 2017. And, and, you know, it would be interesting, obviously, you lose Chris Sale and Adam Eaton, who was a dynamic presence both offensively and defensively. But you lose Sale out of the rotation. That's a, a big dip. But, you know, what does this team look like? What is their competitive stature if those are the only two that are gone? Is it a team that can still fight for 500, which would seem to kind of, you know, they haven't talked about the quote-unquote tanking part of the 
rebuild process, which you see, you know, other teams don't plan to do that, but because they trade something, yeah. they end up losing 95, 100 games. But would this team be better than that if these are the only two that go? You know, I, I mean, I think Todd Frazier still has a market out there. David Robertson's market seems to have understandably gone cold with all the free agent signings and trades for closers. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see Melky Cabrera. This team could look a lot different as start of spring training, but I would think it really could look different come next August 1st at the trade deadline. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the market conditions, you know, they don't make Abreu particularly movable, of course, you know, the exactly. first base DH market being what it is. And then Frazier probably falls in that as well. I mean, the, the third base market, it wasn't especially lively. I think that's part of how uh, Justin Turner ended up back with the Dodgers. Um, right. So. I'm, not, I'm not sure what you think of this one. I, I, I know Cleveland had huge interest in Frazier last year. Yeah. Like Cleveland was the team pursuing Frazier with the Sox, you know, making the best offer in the trade. I don't know exactly. I, I, this would be based on if Napoli didn't come back to Cleveland, obviously. If Frazier would be a guy who'd fit over there playing third, first, DH, that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's interesting. I just, again, I don't think in this market it makes much sense because, you know, eventually Napoli or somebody else will follow them. It's just going to work exactly. that way, the game of musical chairs. Right. But, you know, there is, there is something to be said there for, for upgrading a third base with a full-time third baseman and letting Jose Ramirez kind of stay in a, a role where he navigates between the outfield and the field. I think there's an argument for that, but um, ultimately, so again, I think they'll theory, do the simple. It's not theory totally out of the water. That, it's just, yeah, the Sox fans yeah. want things to happen tomorrow. They have this buzz, this <laughs> adrenaline rush of prospects, but it may not happen for a month or two. It may not happen for three or four months. You know, it's just it's just yeah. the way the market plays out at this point. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's it's certainly gonna be a fascinating team in in July. And even think about Derek Holland as a as kind of a bounce back candidate. Uh, you know, change of scenery type on a one year deal. You know, maybe you flip him at the deadline if, if he uh, comes through as hope. I've been told also Derek Holland is a big Michigan fan, so that oh, there you he, go. May, he may he may be asked to be traded by the time spring training's over after I wear him out on the <laughs> Ohio State Michigan game at that point. That, that's, that's why the pride I think of Newark, Ohio, right went, there. Chris Getz eventually went to the front office to get away from my Michigan questions. I think pretty much. <laughs> Uh, so it'll be an interesting year, one way or another, Merck. Uh, but for but sure, really, what you do, you, you kind of take a step back and just see that it is. It's kind of fun to be a White Sox fan right now because you can dream on these guys a little bit. And, and Yohan Mankata, you know, whenever we see him on a full-time basis, I mean, there's going to be a lot of excitement there. And, um, you know, Giolito and Lopez, as these guys develop, uh, you know, be it in the in the rotation or perhaps in the bullpen. In Lopez's case, is, is you know, some scouts think that's where his future might lie, but. Um, one way or another, I mean, these are these are highly prized arms. Uh, Kopech, of course, um, just a lot of uh, I, I think you're going to do a lot of uh, upside writing in your future, which is better than uh, you know better than writing about everything going wrong. Yeah, I'm, I may end up seeing Charlotte as much as I see uh, Chicago next year, <laughs> writing on the. But yeah, I mean, I, I can tell you from you know living in Chicago and and everything else, seeing on Twitter and just talking to people, fans are thrilled. I mean, I don't think they're I don't think they fully comprehend because they're so happy about who they got in return that they just traded away one of the best pitchers in baseball at a really <laughs> team-friendly contract but i think yeah. in that and, and i'm not i'm not overlooking eaton either but sale was kind of the face of the franchise you know but i mean they're thrilled at who they got back and again you never know Moncada might be you know robinson cano he may be uh, an average player no one knows at this point because he only had what 19 plate appearances in the major league level but the fans really as you pointed out the fans really like that the team is going in a direction they've committed to one way they're not piecemealing things together. This is going to happen, and they're willing to wait a year or two or whatever. Although Pete, scouts have told me that it may be quicker than they think because they, the talent they got is such is, is so impressive. Yeah. 
All right. Well, Scott Merkin will be all over uh, whatever happens next or whoever goes next with Chicago White Sox over at MLB.com. I want to thank him for joining us. Thank you all for tuning in. This has been MLB.com Extra Chicago White Sox Edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.